Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. Happy Sunday night and welcome into Sant Live. You're watching the That Being Said podcast with myself, Sammy Georgeur, and my big brother, George Georgeur, all over here to my left. Um, thought George get more of a kick out of that. That was yeah, something like he's smile. been yeah, he's no, been, he's been enjoying that. Look, well, you kind of steal my thunder because I said I was going to start saying my little bro, and then you just steal it. It's not stealing. There's different words. There's a big difference between the word little and big. And <laughs> big episode. Something, I don't know if you put it up, but it's episode 509, I believe, episode 509, and we are here on this beautiful Sunday night on Sant Live, um, and this is Sports on Tap, and guess what, George? What's up? We got four teams left in the NFL playoffs, so I think we're going to go through the games backwards. Isn't it a little bittersweet in some sense? I mean, this season's been so much fun. Um, it's been one of our first seasons without much like controversy on like the off-field stuff as far as like the national anthem and all this, and... It's coming, coming to an to an end. Okay, without that off field stuff, but there every single year there is other off field, off field stuff. stuff yeah. Kareem Hunt got cut. Oh, I'm <laughs> talking about the national anthem okay. stuff. That's fair. Um, we're gonna go backwards. We're gonna start with this game that just happened recently, the morning game, and go backwards. Kind of recency bias there. And in between, we got a couple small topics. I did want to bring up the first ever NFL woman ref in the playoffs, which is a pretty cool, big deal. Um, Kyler Murray, a lot of weird drama there with money and baseball and football, what decision he's going to make. And, of course, Antonio Brown, the, the continuance of the drama queen. Uh, we'll get to that today, too. But let's start with Saints and uh, Eagles. Yeah, the Knicks, I was going to say Rams, but I meant. The Nick Foles magic has officially gone away. And it's just, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that drop by Alshon Jeffrey, yeah, it, it hurts. You know, it was a pretty perfect uh, pass. But just in general, it's the thing I really mean by all this is, like, it's over. Like, we've been wondering how long can Nick Foles keep winning in the playoffs? Is he going to keep winning? Are they going to go to the Super Bowl? And for a while there in the first half, it looked like, yeah, they're about to go on the road to New Orleans and beat the Saints. And then a momentum shift happened, which I'm going to let you talk about. Um, in the game, and it's just, the, yeah, the Saints were the better team. Nick, great job by Nick Foles. I don't know if he'll be there next season in Philadelphia, but the, he might. <laughs> yeah, I mean, despite the drop, I mean, the, I think even the drop, it is it was not Nick Foles' fault, technically. Um, but I think more of the topic is that when you talk about the Magic running out, because the, the drop isn't really what the game was about the game was about them not being able to move the ball in the second half right. so i mean a lot of it was in the hands of nick Foles. didn't score in the second half so i mean whether or not alshon drops that or not 
we still we're, we're still looking for another another point at some point in the second half that, right. that Nick Foles wasn't able to get the Eagles weren't able to get so for me I it, it was a stagnant type of game at the end and I think the Eagles just ran out of gas I don't think it has anything to do obviously it's a fun story the Nick Foles magic and stuff yeah. but really what happened was they ran out of gas if you look at this they've been a team that was pretty much pushing every single week elimination games for the last what three weeks of the season yeah I think yeah. they had to win their final three games or maybe have been even four so yeah, made three or four games. Um, whenever they got their seventh loss, yeah. was pretty much they had to win out. So they've had to win out with their backup quarterback. Then they had to go play a road game last week, get a big win. Had to do it again this week. They ran out of gas. They're going against this, you know, the one seed that has a buy. If I, if they were facing up with a team that didn't have a buy, I know it's not possible really, right? In the second round, but let's say they face a team without a buy, we're probably talking about a little bit more of a uh, probably. Better chance for the Eagles to win, I think. They just, they're playing against a team off rest, uh, the number one seed, and the Eagles ran out of gas on the road. Every single game has been a do or die game. Um, and the Nick Foles magic did run out. And I guess if you did have somebody like Carson Wentz in there today, maybe some of those plays in the second half that Nick Foles can't make could have been made. Yeah, well, except for that last pass that I hit Jeff. I just wonder if Jeffrey's made that pass. It would have been, I think, a first down or just, or third and been short. Um, I just wonder what would have happened. I mean, there's no way to go back and tell. And I mean, there was just reports that Jeffrey, uh, Alshon Jeffrey played with a broken rib during the game, which is pretty remarkable in itself. Shouldn't change your hands, though. I know. I was thinking <laughs> about that. Like, it still doesn't mean you should drop well, the ball. Because that's not why the broken ribs were brought up. They were talking about I how know. hard of a competitor he right. is. Like, we, don't, we can't be mad at him because we know he never gives up for this team, right? Because you could have the lazy guy that people are like, this guy doesn't give a damn like Antonio Brown, or you can have a guy that plays with broken ribs. You you treat these situations differently. Exactly. My thing is, I'm not talking about, you said except for that drop. Forget about that drop. In general, they still didn't score in the second half. No, no, I know. Before that whole third quarter, the whole fourth quarter to there, that is a little bit on St. Nick. I mean, I I have to call him St. Nick. It is on St. Nick. You, you, you know, it, you are the quarterback. You do need to put up points in the second half. We can say, oh, Alshon dropped the pass with two minutes left where we're trailing because we didn't score the whole second half. I think the more important part was that we didn't score the whole second yeah, half. Absolutely. And in general, um, I mean, we got to also give some credit now to the Saints. I mean, this team has been the best team in football basically the whole entire season, or at least since week, what, three? I would say outside maybe the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, outside the Chiefs, they've been the best team this season, and they're still winning the playoffs hot. They're still hot, and they're a great football team. They can run the ball. They have Drew Brees. Their defense se- defensive secondary is really good, and overall, this team, I, I like the I like the uh, New Orleans Saints. Um, they're just a complete football team, and the, I think it's going to be really hard for anyone, and that's there's only one team left, which is the Rams, to go and win in New Orleans. I just think that home field advantage, the way the crowd gets behind them, the way Drew Brees plays at home, the way the it just that team is is fantastic at home. I expect them to go to the Super Bowl, and that game being down what they were down fourteen nothing, and yeah. the way they, they, they didn't really phase them that much. It really, I think they had confidence in themselves come, that they were going to come back and win the. Yeah, I'm going to have to strongly disagree with that with what you said because if you're saying that the Saints' home field advantage is that much more remarkable and I don't know if a team can go in there and beat them, we are still talking to Eagles team that was the sixth seed Mm -hmm. that barely made the playoffs, only being down six and being a drop pass away from possibly winning the game. I mean, that's like uh, we're we're 
this isn't you know what the Patriots did today. It wasn't a no, like a but, uh, ass whooping. It wasn't. It was actually had to be more of a comeback for the Saints more than it was an ass whooping. So that's where I'm gonna have to disagree. I mean, the the this this Rams and Saints team kind of to me have been the same team all year. Um, the Saints showed that they are a little vulnerable this 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 week. I mean, against mm-hmm. the six seed Eagles, barely squeaking out a win. Um, I know we talked about this before the show. I think it was the the punt, uh, the the fake punt, yeah. was like the changing point in the game for this for the Saints team. Other, outside of that punt, they were down fourteen nothing, about to give the ball back to the Eagles. That kind of saved the momentum, saved the game for them, and they scored. And obviously, I think everything kind of changed from there. Um, so, but th- that doesn't show me that this team was like so dominant at home, which they are in general. But I'm just basing it off of what we saw today. They are beatable at home, and if there's any team that's going to beat them. At home, it's going to be a team like this Rams team that can run the ball and pass the ball. Um, we saw what was the score that they had when they played each other, yeah, like I mean, fifty kind to of one of the things that I was just doing right now. I was looking up that score while you kept talking. It was, I think, like forty-eight to forty-one, something crazy like that. Now, am I saying that uh, are the Saints forty-five thirty-five Saints? Yeah, so they both put up a lot of points, um, and. I did hear something today. Obviously, you know the Marcus Peters, Sean Payton drama, right? But Aqib Tlaib's back this time. Mm-hmm. That's really big news for Marcus Peters and for the whole Rams defense in general. That's going to make things a little different this game. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I am not saying that the Saints shouldn't be the favorites. I'm just saying we did see a lot of vulnerability today. Yeah, but I mean, I, to me at least, and it, I mean, uh, it, yeah, they showed a little vulnerability, but I think. They also showed the resilience of a number one seed that when you're down 14 nothing, even at home, they had a, the confidence, and I felt like they were going to come back and win that game, and I think they did too. That's all I was trying to say. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm yeah, but still, I just think not an ass whooping. What, what I saw out of the Patriots today was more of a confident that, – that, like if there was one team that really showed me a lot this uh, – this weekend it was really the Patriots. I think they just they they handed an ass whooping to a team. You know, I I would think the Saints would have been a team that could have done that in this situation instead of being down fourteen nothing. So for me, I am a little worried about them having the Rams come to town. And it is hard to beat good teams twice in one year. They yeah, beat them true. once. Um, it's going to be hard second time, but obviously they're rightfully so the favorites. I think well, they're three and a half point favorites, yeah, right? Exactly. Vegas is saying they're a slightly better. Well, they opened at three, right? They so, open at three, moves to three and a half. So Vegas is pretty much trying to say that they are completely even teams. About right? yeah, even teams. I that's just a line I saw. I don't know if it opened at three and a half, but I believe it did open at three. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I, I do you gotta do like you said. You have to give uh, the Saints credits where it's due because at the end of the day they did come back. Um, but it's it's sad to see the Eagles. Uh, this year is much more of like a fun story than last year even because I know last year they ended up winning but, it all. It's cool. But this year you kind of like – I kind of felt for them. Like I, oh, I didn't at all. Why? Because this team – I just didn't think they're that good enough to win the Super Bowl. I kind of thought – and I, it was just a weird story. I didn't, I didn't feel bad. Like, you know what? If they went to the Super Bowl and lost last year and then they came back this year and did this and lost, I'd feel bad for them. But they got their Super Bowl. They, they're, they're feeling pretty good. Yeah, not really what I meant. Like, in this, I meant more in the sense like – to see them lose out of most teams like this week, I'm not really, I'm not really bringing in like, uh, like seeing Brady and Belichick would be sad because it'd be like the end of a dynasty, end of an era, right? Not because oh they've won so much, like 
it's not sad anymore. Like, no, it, it, for me, it was more of like a the story ending was the sad part. Not about like the wins and losses. It was about the we have Nick Foles and Carson Wentz on the bench, and this team was last year. Everyone thought they were done, found a way. This year, pretty much shut down Carson Wentz because everyone thought the season was kind of yeah. over. What well, they lost forty-one to seven to the Saints team, um, and then this happens again. It, I, feel, I feel like it's more sad in that sense. Like yeah, the story, no, not necessarily way to look at it. Yeah. Not necessarily the win loss part. Just the story. Being I see over. what you're saying. Yeah. Cause it is an interesting story. And St. Nick is St. Nick. And it, like you yeah, said, it might be the last be, time we see him in Eagles. Jersey. Yeah. It might be last. And you know, frankly, I just don't think he's that good. <laughs> like, like you can see some of those throws he was making and missing the, the, the little not, overthrows and the little, yeah, he's like, just not that good, but there's something about him that's special. And his teammates love him. Yeah, I um, I it, it is remarkable when you watch, and he doesn't make that many great plays like today, and it's still they're on the line to possibly beat the Saints in New Orleans. And that just goes to show there's something, whether he's great or not, there's something that's going on in Philly when he's playing. And it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, obviously the choice, we've talked about this many times, but the choice is obviously Carson Wentz yeah, he's a better when it comes to player. just better football player. But first of all, Philadelphia's a brutal market. It's not going to be a fun place to be a coach if right. you pick uh, Carson Wentz and next year you don't make the playoffs, for example. Yeah, I, I know, and it's going to be hard to make the playoffs. That division, I mean, only going to get better. The Giants are not that good, but you know, they're still the Giants. They have Saquon Barkley. They have, they're going to have a high draft pick again if they get a quarterback. The Cowboys, we saw what they did this season with their run game. Their front seven's fantastic. The Redskins were in playoff contention until Alex Smith broke his leg. This division, which we thought was going to be the worst division in football, I mean, after six weeks, everyone was talking about how bad this division was. Ended up getting two playoff teams. Yeah, and. It's going to get only better next year, probably, unless Alex Smith doesn't come back. The Redskins yeah. are the questionable one, but it's getting harder. Dak and Zeke are only getting better. Like to so the Giants, even the Giants showed flashes of being a decent team this year when they figured it out. So we'll see what happens. It is going to be hard. It's as much as we know what the obvious football choice is, it's still not an easy decision for the Eagles. And it's not going to be easy for them to just say, all right, we're picking Carson's, like, yeah, move on. No, it's, exactly. it's not going to be easy. You have a guy that was your Super Bowl MVP, a guy that took you to the promised land. Did some remarkable stuff again this year, and you always got to remember there is at some point you got to look at like the team might rally around Nick Foles more. I don't know what it is. There's players that people like. You look at the Steelers, right? You have Antonio Brown and Juju. Who's the better receiver? Probably Brown. Who got the team MVP this year? Juju. Juju, because people rally around him. Maybe so. We'll see exactly. what happens there. But um, Carson Wentz looked not too bummed out by the loss. <laughs> yeah. I feel like for him, he's just like, fuck it. That's fine. Like, That's fine. That's good. good. If I was Carson Wentz, right, you're supporting your team. He gave Nick Foles a hug, whatever. But, like, at the same time, as much as you want your team to win, do you really want Nick Foles to win back-to-back Super Bowls? Probably not. Probably not. Like, deep down. Deep down. At, at, if somebody asks you, you're like, of course. Even a family member asks you, you'd probably be like, dude, of course. It's my team. Yeah. But deep down, you're probably kind of like, it's okay we lost. Yeah, it's fine. We um, good. We good. We, we, we got a ring last year. We're good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's cool with it now. Yeah. Um, what was the game before that? We had the Chargers-Patriots. That was a bad yeah. game. We'll talk about – let's talk about all the games before we talk about the upcoming games. Yes. Because uh, we haven't talked about the Rams game or anything yet. So let's go to the Chargers and uh, – Patriots from this afternoon. Patriots. Unless you got anything else to say about the Saints-Eagles game. No, I got nothing to say about that game anymore, but I got lots to say about that Patriots game. I'm, I'll just start it off by saying – I was gonna say I don't have much to say about the game, but well, I, 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 mean, I have like, a, some strong words. I have, a, I have. Well, I don't have many words to say, but I have a clear message I want to send. Out a clear there. opinion on yeah. it, a clear recap. Hey guys, when are you gonna stop? <laughs> like, when? When? Is, when are people gonna stop doubting this team? 
Like, oh, the demise of the Patriots. Oh, it's over. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl, but they're in their eighth straight AFC championship game. And I think we've had, out of those eight years, four times where I heard the dynasty was over. And it might be. This might be their last run. But eight straight AFC championship games, and we keep doubting them. Oh, the Chargers are – the Chargers probably had, out of the ten players – ten best players on the field, nine of them. Um, maybe 10. I mean, technically, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Philip Rivers right now has had a better season than Tom Brady. He's playing as a, at a better quarterback rate this year, too. Um, see, uh, what, you, what you're saying, though, is when are we going to stop? I mean, like, the dynasty could all easily be over next Sunday. I mean, we're, we are talking about also. I know that they outplayed the Chargers by a lot this week. The whole having a bye going into the playoffs <laughs> – Chargers, like, you know, you always talk about the travel stuff. Baltimore, to back to home, to New England, whatever, yeah. right? It is a lot. And we we clearly saw today and yesterday that the teams that had the buys all won the game. And exactly. it makes a big difference. I mean, I'm not 100% sure in the, certain the Patriots are better than the Chargers. I don't think they are. I'm certain, though, that having a bye week the and having a kind of a certain – I mean, the division's awful for New England, right? Yeah. They've known they had the division for a while. They didn't care if they lost a couple extra games. Having that plus the bye week plus being at home, it obviously makes and, a huge and, difference. And, and, and experience. Yeah. and Well, th- th- I mean, they've earned this all, right? Yeah. They've earned whatever it is, experience and the home field advantage in, in having all this stuff. They've earned it. And the reason people always say, oh, they're lucky the division's bad. No, the division's bad because they've – They've got every single coach fired. Yeah. They've got every quarterback out of town. They've made other teams because every team is trying to, trying to chase them. Yeah, and so they've made they've literally made other teams fail trying to be them. It's almost exactly. it's like the Warriors. Even everyone's trying to be the Warriors and they fail. And until somebody realizes we don't need to be the Warriors or we don't need to be Tom Brady and the Patriots, everybody else can maybe find something that's a little better than them. And the one team that I feel like has a shot and we don't know we'll talk about this more later but the one team that might be a little different than them is this chiefs team with the way patrick mahomes plays and stuff so is the dynasty over is it ridiculous to keep saying that yes and no right i mean yes because there is a clear end eventually yes there will be a clear end but i just feel like it's funny when we're like talking about them being the number two seed overall in the afc playoffs like, oh man, they're not that. They're having a bad season, or they're not that good. Like, well, they had a bye week. I mean, like they were the second best team in their conference, and get the first, the best no. team was the Kansas. I mean, the, they got the second seed in their. Yeah, conference. I mean, but that's just that's how the seeding thing works. That's how but the seeding really, the Chargers were probably the second. Were they had a better record? Chargers yeah, are the second the best Chiefs team. Who had the best record when and played the Patriots, and the Patriots beat them. Like it's not like they had an awful season. Is my point? They just they didn't have a thirteen and three season. They were what eleven and five, twelve and four, I think. I think uh, eleven and five. Eleven and five, which for most teams, that's a really good season. It's just they weren't up to New England Patriots standards. Standards, yeah, and that, that's a fair reason to say that they've taken a little bit of a step down. I mean, we've even I've, I've heard us both say the Rams are a two seed, right? But mm-hmm. they're not as good as we necessarily expected, a hundred percent. And I think that's the only problem with the Patriots. Uh, we can't sit here and say the Patriots are are better than we expected them to be this year. No, no, they aren't. But so they did take a little step 
like Tom Brady took a little step back this year, and I don't okay, know if that then, was him just you, chilling. Or... Would you say the same thing if they win this game against Kansas City and go and win the Super Bowl? About the regular season, yeah. Well, about the regular season, but the season. I mean, isn't it a marathon? Like, in not a. I mean, it's a long, long. Se- I'm just wondering what we'd say, or would you say, "Oh, this is one of the most impressive seasons in Patriots history because." how everyone doubted them and they won and they kind of paced it. Like, what would we say, I guess, is my question, if they won the Super Bowl? I that don't know. It's just what... the Patriots, and that's how they they probably, like I've been saying, they didn't care if they lost a couple of their later games mm-hmm. in the season. They don't care when they lose early or late. Two reasons. They know it's a marathon, like you said. They don't care if they lose a game or two early. And at the end of the year, usually they have the division locked up. They don't care if they maybe lose exactly. week 17 or have to rest people. So uh, I, I, I just feel like... What I was tr- my point I was trying to make wasn't really necessarily about trying to claim if the Patriots had a good or bad season. I'm just saying based off of facts and literal numbers, they did have a little bit more of a down season just on the regular season. And you said, well, it's just the regular season. Who cares? I'm just speaking like in literal terms. Like they had a less of a regular season than usual, and that's yeah. that's just the truth. I mean, usually most Patriots seasons. Guess who? Guess where the game is for the AFC championship, usually in New England yep. more than on the road. So they did take a weird little step back, but it it's it wasn't a disappointing season for yeah, them. Yeah, I guess that's my question. Yeah, but if you're going based off literalness and literal facts, is they did have a little bit less of a good season than they usually do. Tom Brady did not have a phenomenal season. I mean, he went from an MVP last year, not even in the conversation this year. Like, yeah, not even close. Um, so... He was like, you know, statistically probably in the 10 to 12 range mm-hmm. in quarterbacks. While last year he was the MVP of the league, a little step back. But does he care? Nope. Does Belichick care? Nope. Because nope. like you said, it's a marathon for them. Um, I'm more disappointed in the Chargers than anything. Because I expect – I picked the Chargers out of like like what you said. Like everyone just always says, oh, it has to be over at some point. So I just went on a limb and picked the Chargers. Right. And I was proven wrong uh, – Again, by Brady and Belichick because they do this year in and year out. But my biggest thing was, you, you gotta. Play, if you're the Chargers, you gotta give more. I don't know. I know you can't like. You can always say you know a play here or there, but right. like to go down. What was it, forty-one to seven? Something like that. I don't. Like Phil Rivers, seven, that's embarrassing. And yeah, Phil Rivers still hasn't beat Brady in his career. Oh, um, nine now. I think. And I don't know. I love Philip Rivers. But, I mean, this whole conversation, who's better, Phillip Rivers or Eli Manning, right? I mean, people always try to compare those two in legacy and stuff. I think we got Even with, like, Big Ben and... Yeah, and Big Ben. I'm, he's, the, he's the third guy out of those. I mean, he might be more talented. But at some point, you got to go out and win a big game. Especially, let's not forget, earlier in his career, he had LaDainian Tomlinson. He had the number one seed in the playoffs twice. And he has not really won a big game in his career, as you pointed out to me earlier today. He yeah. just hasn't won one. And he's had some bad luck. He tore ACL and played on it against yeah, the Patriots true. in the past. This year, in all honesty, that this is some real shitty luck. You are you have a better record than the Patriots. For once, in the last how many years? Like, it's been like six, seven years since you've had the better record than the Patriots. Unfortunately... The other team in your division is the best team in the NFL, and now you have to. And with a better record than the Patriots, instead of being in the Patriots position, which, by the way, I, I made a decision in my head, mm-hmm. it's really stupid that if you're not the division winner, you can't be the one or two seed. I think it's dumb. I don't. You know why? It's dumb. I'll just tell you why I think it's not. Because when what's the point of a division? Just seed them like the NBA. Like, then don't have divisions. No, because you can. The division winner will still be a playoff team. So you still you can still have a nine and a seven and nine division winner, right? That makes the playoffs because that's how the seeding works with two wild cards. But like the seven and nine team, 
would be the sixth seed. Yeah, I, I mean, I personally just – I disagree with that. I just think the, – because the, I feel like unless you want to go, go away with divisions, which I don't have a problem with, I just feel like the you need to keep the division being extra meaningful. It would be because you can win your division to make the playoffs. If you don't win your division, right, you can't but, make but the playoffs. I also don't need to – I'm saying like for example, the Chiefs – and Chargers could have finished one and two. Like the Chargers should have had like more incentive to try to win their division, I and mean, they did, and they didn't get it. Okay, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, they had a better record than teams that won their division, so they were the better football team. My point is, it's pretty. I think it's pretty much BS that the Chargers on this year, where they had a better record than the Patriots, have to go face a Patriots team who is at home on a bye, while the Chargers had to go to Baltimore. And go to New England while they had the better season. That's where I just find these these things. This, it, I just find it a little off the way it's seated in the NFL. And I find it a little. I remember last week my idea was also round two. Or find a way somehow at some point in the round. It's like who had the better record or who is the better team. Because mm-hmm. um, like, I've, like I've said in the past, like that Seahawks team that made it seven and nine. They shouldn't have a home game or two. In my in my opinion, that, that shouldn't happen. They got one home game. They won and their that's division. why... Yeah, and they shouldn't have. the The Saints shouldn't have to had to play the Seahawks. I don't know. A seven to nine. And then Seahawks. get rid of divisions completely. If you want to get rid of, if you want to make an argument to me to get rid of divisions completely, I I'm cool. But I'm just saying, if we're gonna keep divisions, they gotta mean something. For me. Yeah, I mean, you'd still need the divisions. What I was trying to explain. If you gotta think about it for a second, I'm saying you keep divisions because you could still have that seven and nine Seahawks team mm-hmm. be a playoff team. And there's yes. that ma- that's that. First of all, that is the main point of divisions. It's not for the one or two seed. That's not the main point of divisions in general. It's not for the one or two seed in the playoffs, for the bye. The mo- main point of divisions is the exact same point. If you did my method, it would be two wild card teams yeah. in the four division winners in the playoffs. So you'd still have a seven and nine team in the playoffs. The only difference I'm saying is the one and two seed or the three or the four is based off records, not on the division title because it is that right now, but within divisions. Like there's a re- the fourth seed is the lowest division winner, right? But mm-hmm. I feel like it should be the lowest winner in general would be the sixth seed and up. But you'd still need the divisions to figure out who's in the playoffs instead of just taking the top six seed. Because yeah. you might have I mean, an I mean, eight I, seed. I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. I just I don't agree with it personally. I know, but you just keep talking about the damn division. I'm like, this has I, nothing to do with the divisions. It, it really does. To me, it does. I, it's a, I just don't think – I personally don't agree with that, that theory. That's okay, all. I know, but I think you're putting too much emphasis on the division. It has nothing to do with the division. My point is, Philip Rivers was unlucky this year. He's been unlucky multiple times in the past. If this was in San Diego, or sorry, I always do that, in L.A., this could have been a completely different type of game. I don't think they're getting their ass kicked the way they yeah. did today specifically. Um, and that's just unlucky. And you're going against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean... Would you have been shocked if this Chargers team was able to go to KC and win no. over the Patriots? No, but this was a next-level type of Wait, opponent. I mean, yeah, for the Patriots. It just would have been a next-level type of win is what I meant to say. A what? A next-level type of win if they won that game. Who? The Chargers. Oh, I was saying this next-level type of opponent that they're playing. Yeah. I'm saying they, any other opponent probably would have been an easier go than playing Bill Belichick off a of bye week. In New England, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm completely I mean, agreeing with you. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. so I'm saying it's it's going to be, it, it's bad luck for Rivers, and this is like the fifth time he's had bad luck. I feel like in his career, and he's had bad kickers. Everyone keeps talking. You said it. Oh, he had a Hall of Fame running back, Hall of Fame this. 
a lot of the times, shit was out of his hands. Kickers not being able to help yeah. you win. Last year, but they started off in 0-3 last year yeah. also, right? All based off missing game-winning kicks. It's it's tough for him. I mean, Brady hasn't had the a bad, you know, the unlucky kicker in no, his no, career. No, no, he has. He's gotten a lot of good breaks. And good breaks. The tuck rule, all that stuff. Did you see uh, Charles Woodson's tweet? Yeah, I did yesterday. Hey, Terry, now yeah. you can't kick in yeah. the snow. That's pretty funny. Um what it, was this Patriots win the most impressive win, or was to you was it, it because it was expected? It's not that impressive. I, I think it's the most impressive win of a playoff so far, but it, not because the way it happened. The, the the amount they dominated the game from start to finish. Yeah, it it that's for them to be up what twenty eight to seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean. Most playoff games in general, even if you're talking about far superior against the one versus six seed, we're not talking about a 21 point lead at halftime. Yeah, we're That's talking a, about a team in the Chargers that everyone said is better than the Patriots. And they, I mean, and they are. Yeah, they, they are. They, whether we, whether you think they are or not, for just going based off records, they were the better team this season, right. and they got their asses handed to them. And that's it is a, uh, it's shocking, but at the same time, it's so understandable because it's Brady and Belichick and I'm just I it, it continues to blow my mind are we gonna see a, a like when is it gonna stop because this was the year that with the with the regular season performance by Brady okay he was a little not Brady mm-hmm. compared to usual first game of the playoffs boom it's Brady again like is and, it gonna slow down not, let's not forget it's also Sony Michelle had what 150 yards and three touchdowns yeah, but a lot of that's predicated too on if Brady can't make throws, they would like. Uh, I mean, no, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I mean, that's why they went and drafted him in the first round, and it feel like, it, oh, now he's now he's doing this playoffs, of course, of course, because Bill Belichick had a game plan. He's been sitting on this waiting. I bet they knew that they would beat the Ravens too. They've been planning for yeah. The <laughs> I don't trust that. Bill Belichick does not trust Lamar Jackson. Actually, I wouldn't. I actually heard that they wanted to draft Lamar Jackson. That's true. I. Which they would probably have made no didn't. sense. They probably didn't. <laughs> they it was probably, probably a PR move. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, oh, we really wanted to, but Brady, we didn't. Oh, yeah. damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine how Brady would handle this. Not yeah. like Joe Flacco handling it much better than Brady would. Yeah, I know. Um, anything else on that game? I, no, I got nothing. I, um, I just think it's more bad luck for the Chargers. That yeah, was my. That's your thing. Well, let's get to some comments, and then we'll get uh, a couple topics and go, go to yesterday's games. Bennett said, "What's popping, pimping?" What is good, bro? Sterling Harris says, Kansas City has just improved and gotten much better. Being a lower of the very best in any profession, I'll ride with number 12, Tom Terrific. Only two spectacular catches, lucky plays, have contained the Patriots' title onslaughts. That's That's fair. That's fair, Some wild catches is what stopped the Patriots uh, from not having three Super Bowls. I mean, they did lose three now. So yeah, uh, yeah, they've lost three Super Bowls, five and three in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but two of they've had some unlucky. I mean, last year I was almost a hundred percent certain Brady was going to drive down the field and score. Mm-hmm. But you, sometimes you the you can't the strip is not always on the quarterback's fault. Right. Yeah, that's an O lineman. But still, he probably shouldn't have got stripped. True, true. be more yeah. aware. And just to let everyone know, if you would go to that being said pod on Instagram. You can submit questions if you can't watch the live show that we will answer. That's why I was checking on my phone there for you guys. We just opened up the Instagram a while ago, but we just started really posting on it here recently. So it's that being said pod on Instagram. P-O-D. 
Um, yeah, you can ask questions there because you guys know always iTunes and SoundCloud for the podcast. Venice said, the NFL players are starting to look like March management pro football. Great for the sport. Anybody's game at any given time. Yeah, outside of that Chargers game today, every game, even if it's been a little bit of a bigger score, I mean, like that KC and uh, Indianapolis game, right? At, by the end of the game, it's not like a far-fetched score or anything. Right. The Patriots game is the only one so far in this playoffs that I – like. You know, you see the score at halftime. You're like, oh, it's over. Yeah. The, and the, there's a picture of Rivers on the sideline who just looked lifeless. Yeah. Like he knew, yeah. You know it's over when it's like 35 to 7. Of course. Um, Devin says, what's good? Looking peachy, Keen, George. Thank you. Peachy oh, color. Peach. I like that. I like JC said, what's good, fellas? Keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. And Devin JC, said, I told you, it's, I, 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 not to get too excited, they're playing the Patriots. JC or Devin want to know you good JC said sad day for the Chargers but still love my team yeah he the way he said it keep him in his thoughts and prayers but he's fine it's just yeah. the Chargers it's like, not JC, that it's not that important JC's health is I, lo- good. I love JC but it's not a health related issue it's just a game uh, you're in my prayers JC I'm not I praying for no it. football players I am not, well if they have something I'm to, praying for JC not for the team okay fair enough I will do send a prayer vote to me Bain's daughter which is a sad story that was a sad there was a moment of silence by the Patriots uh, for him before the game too uh, I, I, I was just I'm no I don't I don't like no sap sob stories today. I'm just I'm my, JC's in my prayer just for the homie like I just don't want him to be sad you know you don't yeah. want the homie sad um, he said just dealing with the fact that Brady is going to his eighth straight title game at my team's expense it is yeah. it's a tough world. Um, Jay said, Charge will be back. Bolt, gang, or don't bang. I like that. <laughs> and he said, uh, any squad, any place, we're war ready. It, here's the thing. This team is going to get better next year probably. As long as Rivers is intact. With Gordon, they dealt with some bad injuries early on this they year. They dealt with... Bosa um, missed a lot of the year. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think their key game got shored up by the end of the year, but I don't think it was perfect in the beginning again no, this wasn't. year. So they have... They got, yeah, with Bosa and Ingram and, and the, the offensive talent that they have. Um, and the Broncos and the Raiders still seem like they probably are going to be a little bit of a mess in the division next year. So it's going to be you in Kansas City again. And frankly, you guys had, what, one your one bit game back or the same record as them at the end of the year? So you had a chance at the one seed. They'll be back next year. I think they ended up with the same record, but just yeah. the tiebreaker was theirs. Um, Venice said, if the Patriots go to the Super Bowl and lose, is Brady going to be labeled the new LeBron? It'd be four losses in the Super Bowl. Nine. Five wins. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. yeah, wow. But nine trips. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. We'll see how people react if he's five and four versus six and three. Yeah, it, it feels like a big difference. It does. Getting closer to 500 or getting way away from 500. Yeah, it does. It feels like a huge difference. So we'll see. I, it's hard to tell how people are going to react until they react. And it always depends on the way you look at finals losses and Super Bowl losses. It depends on the person. I'm obviously a LeBron supporter over, you know, for example, a Jordan. I think LeBron's the GOAT. Obviously, for me, finals losses don't affect as much as maybe it does for somebody else. Like, for me, if I saw Brady at 5-4, and I'll probably have the same reaction I have for LeBron losing some finals. Like, at least he freaking got there. And I think regardless, anyways, with Brady, I don't think there's really a debate anyways of who's the GOAT at quarterback. So, I don't think at 41 going to a Super Bowl and losing could be any negative side to it. It'd, yeah, it'd be, damn, he's 41 and still going to Super Bowls. Yeah, fair enough. So I guess it just depends how you how you, the person looks at it. Uh, Devin said, we were talking about the Chargers, you know, talent the years. He said Antonio Gates. That's when you missed. We were oh, talking I about Hall of Famers. Maybe just the second best tight end to ever play. Yeah. Um, 
And Adam Zucker asked, do you guys think Gates is going to the Hall of Fame? He'll be right away. Yeah, he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. JC said, Rivers is better than Eli. Otherwise, Nick Foles is better than Andrew Luck, and they're in the same draft class. And Wilson has a ring. No, look, well. when you're comparing like oranges and apples, like we're not comparing like Trent Dilfer Van is better than Dan Marino. Like we, we we can't make comparisons like that. It's these guys are all compared to each other because Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, and Big Ben have had very similar statistical careers, and Rivers has had a couple bigger seasons than Eli. But in the playoffs, he hasn't done it. He hasn't got it done, and Eli has. I, I got if if you ask them, they'd switch places and have that careers. I think Rivers would say I'd rather have those two Super Bowls. Yeah, probably. But yeah, same I for mean, Andrew Luck s- and Nick Foles. I mean, you got to go for the R- Super Bowl. Right, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> but but uh, Andrew Luck's better than Nick Foles. Right, he's, uh, Nick Foles might not be a starter in the league. Um, that's a shame. He should be a starter. I, he don't, he, I think he is, but he might not be. He personally chose not to be this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah, and as I'll, like... You can't always just compare like rings, but you do. With George's point, I mean, it's not just about rings because if you want to talk about rings in any sport, right? It always goes back to like Bill Russell has twelve and Jordan has six. Yeah, or, there's like nineteen. Yeah, there's only. well, no, <laughs> like there's always different reasons for different things, and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but my point was that with Super Bowls, like, the point wasn't that because Eli has two Super Bowls and Phil Rivers has none. He's better. The point was more like there's been a couple big games that Eli's had to win and won them, and there's been a couple big games that Phillips had to win and hasn't. Yeah. It was and more I, than and just I, the I like Phillip Rivers a lot more than I like Eli Manning. Yeah. Like to and watch it, and but, everything. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. 